Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles. And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years. Uh, that's true. Probably, I don't know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about. It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah. So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Morning Commute. The following episode contains spoilers for the Netflix documentary Tiger King. If you have not seen Tiger King or one of your loved ones has not, listener discretion is advised. All right, here we are, episode three. Okay. Do we continue on, what we're, on things we were talking about or we start fresh? You tell me. Well, no, wait. I'm learning to be, well, what do you think? <laughs> you almost did it. <laughs> you almost had an opinion. Oh, it was so close. <laughs> I would be inclined to start fresh, oh, but if all. you feel like we're on a really hot about. topic, I'm happy to keep going. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, let's start fresh. Do you have an, something you want to start fresh on? Or do you want me to pick from our, our list of things? Oh, pick, will you? Will you pick from our list of things? Yeah. So we have... Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, uh, as in, obviously, we were already in episode three and we've just been talking just nonstop. We can talk forever. But I want to encourage you, if you come up with a segment that we can do as a regular segment, call it out and we can put it on my list of things that we're talking about. Or, or you can put it on the list since you have access to it as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> And um, and then we can we can have this thing that we go to for regular segments, right? So what I have for segments right now are philosophy corner, which is kind of where we've been right now. Oh man, we've been living in philosophy corner. We need our own zip code. Uh, I put up podcast review. Another thing about me that people that I have exposed on this podcast, at least, I probably listen to like forty podcasts, and you say, how is that possible? I've found out that it's not like I don't make it through all of them every week and I've come to the realization that some of them are going to have to drop off and I haven't figured out how to pick those ones because yeah. it's like asking me which child do I want to kill um, I was just gonna say you have to break up with some of your pod he's a polygamous podcaster right. <laughs> he listens to multiple podcasts and now you have to break up with some of them Right. So um, that's going to be rough. But I have podcast review in which I can, if we really come out and we're like, oh, I'm running out of material, I can pull up one of my, my um, podcasts and we talk about it and, and do a review on it. And then I also have Religion Roundup, which probably fits under Philosophy Corner. But um, I think the things we've been talking about mostly go under philosophy, whereas religion can kind of go off into a, uh, a tangent. Oh, here's another thing about Brad that I didn't define on the first episode i think it's it can be hard to remember this since it's such a uh, a part of my distant past now uh when i say that i believed in god for 32 years that isn't a normal regular christian believing in god it is what i typically call crazy christian which is with two k's by the way <laughs> right tm <laughs> It is a type where we're constantly talking about we're living in the last days. We sh we're living as if we should be happy that any day now the whole world will be um, 
clawing their eyes out just from the relief of the torture that we feel every day. Um, we're in, we're, we're sneaking up on revelations. We could probably go into more specific examples of that in the future um, because it's hard to really define in a short period of time what my past was like, but that is that. All right, so what did you want to talk about, Sam? Did you say you wanted to talk about Tiger King? Was that the first thing? Please let. All right, um, I will preface Tiger King with the idea that I am opposing something that I still haven't seen yet. Um, outline your perspective on this, Sam. So I had heard about Tiger King because it's in the zeitgeist right now. And, but I hadn't seen it because I don't have Netflix uh, because I'm too cheap. But then a friend of mine, so I narrowly escaped the Tiger King phenomenon. And then a friend of mine who lives all the way in Chicago called me up and said, you have to see this. Here's my Netflix password. Um, go in and watch it. So I went in and I, I literally had never done this before. Binge watch, like all basically over a two day period, I saw all seven episodes. And some of that includes staying up all night to watch the episode. Did you say seven? Um, I don't seven know how many episodes. episodes. Okay, okay. Yeah, seven episodes. I watched them all. And uh, my feelings about the show changed from like the third episode to the fifth episode to the seventh episode. And I was talking to Brad about it. And he was disgusted at the show. And oh, no, at the show. Think- at, at you. I really I think maybe I this is the last it. episode of this podcast, honestly. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the destruction of a friendship in real time. Right. Um, but so I think it's fascinating because we were talking about it. And one of the things he said, and obviously you make your own point, but that it was kind of exploitative. And then that got me thinking like, well, to what extent are all documentaries a little bit exploitative? Right. So I've been doing a lot of reading and I've read dif- differing opinions about how terrible slash helpful this could and has been. This particular podcast or documentaries in general? This particular documentary. That people have been weighing in on whether or not watching it is beneficial for our society or almost an example of how much we have denigrated as a society that this is so popular. All right. So these are by definition going to be more educated opinions than mine because I haven't even seen it. But what are the opinions right now? Okay. Um, So I read two differing articles and I should call them up so that I could at least give them credit. But one person took the time to break down all the areas in which it was helpful in terms of, well, it sheds a light on animal abuse and it shows um, he lives in Oklahoma and he's an openly gay man. So it's a a picture of queerness in the South. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it could be argued whether or not it would be a helpful representation of queerness um, overall, but at least they're showing that there are gay people who live in Oklahoma, which I think a lot of people like him, there aren't. Whew, boy, so, that is an interesting argument in and of itself. Not the Oklahoma yeah. part, but like, oh, look, we're showing a gay man. Uh, is this what we want the world to think a gay man is? <laughs> that, this is exactly why it's so fascinating to me. Yeah, exactly. I interrupted. Um, and, then, and then on the other hand, someone wrote an article where they were like, this is disgusting. The this is what's popular. We're watching broken, wounded, lost people doing horribly amoral things. And the reward is they're superstars. You know, Hollywood wants to make it into a movie and all these different actors are, are teasing each other on Instagram over who should play the lead character. Um, and so they were saying in this particular article that it's just a, an example of how much we have fallen as a society. Mm-hmm. And just because I see this stuff and I don't actually experience it. What is the, and I I'm, think I'm going to get all these words right, but it didn't mean anything to me. What is the Carol King killed her husband thing? 
all about. Oh, okay. And some people have accused that aspect uh, of the show of being very misogynist because she's basically the only female character that's represented in the show. Hmm, okay. And they set her up um, potentially. Her name's Carol Baskin. And okay. she married a gabillionaire or gamillionaire um, when she was young. And they were together for a long time. And she he was going to divorce her allegedly. The, let me say this. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Um, the documentary alleges that he was going to divorce her um, and he had all the money and they are alleging that she killed him. He's disappeared and no one has ever found his body. And so they're alleging that she killed him and possibly fed his body to the tigers. Wow. Yeah. And what's she, the timeline uh, on this? So she, Carol Baskins, who is who in the, in the documentary? Ooh, so much to unpack. Um, uh, it pits her against, there are lots of people who own these sort of like private zoos where they own tigers, exotic tigers. Uh-huh. She is a, a woman who owns a sanctuary. She doesn't believe that that big cats should be purchased or held as pets. So she offers a sanctuary. Uh-huh. And because of that, um, she, although there's some question about whether or not she actually indulged in that early on in her cat career, but so she's in opposition to all these private zoos, which means a lot of people who are making money, she's threatening their livelihood. So they don't like her. So she's actually in opposition to one of the main characters of, because isn't one of the main characters owns a tiger? Oh yeah. The, the main character. Who is the, is the gay guy that you were talking about? Yes. He is a homosexual polygamist. He has two husbands. He lives in Oklahoma and he runs his own little zoo um, and owns a lot of cats, uh, tigers, uh-huh. and breeds them and takes them to malls for people to pet them and does a lot of stuff that from a humane perspective seems really sketchy. And she's uh-huh. against that and has tried to shut him down a number of times. Did you just outline the stuff that seems sketchy or are there things that are sketchier? That he's done? Yes. Oh, gosh. So such sketchy stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, there were like the unfeline diet of eating another human being. <laughs> as sketchy as that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, uh, he. Are you talking about Carol or Joe? Yeah, actually, I, I, that was a bad joke. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He has taken cubs. Well, there's a horrible scene, spoiler alert, where one of his tigers, he had to breed them to, to start up a petting zoo at a mall because he was running out of money. Mm-hmm. So he bred a tiger. And while she's giving birth, as soon as she gives birth to a cub, he takes like a, a metal hook and pulls the baby out from the mother. I mean, not the baby's already born, but like out of the little enclosure where she is so that he could take the baby to raise it and then take it to malls to be a pet used as like in a petting zoo in a mall Mm -hmm. and that seemed for someone who claims to love these animals that seemed gross to me yeah yeah um so and then of course the the big thing about the whole story spoiler alert is that he allegedly paid someone three thousand dollars to kill carol back okay what is the evidence on that they have a man who said yes i got three thousand dollars to go kill her it's pretty heavy evidence it's pretty heavy evidence but he suggests he didn't mean it and that money was meant for something else and there I will say there there are some questions about how how serious he was and that's what he's alleging that and they got him he's in prison now for 22 years and they got him on both the attempted murder and animal cruelty so he's suggesting that they're using him as an example of animal cruelty yeah so yeah I have to say that with so my basic take on all of the Tiger King stuff is that it's a real unhealthy part of of humanity right now that we're exploitative of human beings that I think I think there's a certain level of compassion for people that's taken 
out when when we just put these nuts on display do not sound compassionate from my own angle at all <laughs> but i really i really am like these i think when you think of like one of the ways i look at how a human being is created is you a lot of times you can look at another person and say, I would not be much different than that human being had I been put in similar circumstances from day one. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really hard for a lot of people to wrap their brains around, but I think that it's true. Now that gets into the whole nature versus nurture thing of like what makes a human being. Um, and it probably is true that a lot of people wouldn't be exactly like that, but a lot of people would. So, so that to me means like how how much control over being like this do these people actually have and and when we exploit things like this and all of the other arguments that they say about um you know now people are getting money for this and stuff but it it, it has it has all of the feeling to me of a a freak show and what you take advantage of the person and it isn't just um i guess i could struggle with whether or not a freak show is inherently bad if someone the the level to which somebody um agreed to the phenomenon but to me this is like us looking at them and saying look at these freaks and their perspective is they don't know why we're so fascinated with them because they don't understand themselves from our perspective does that make mm -hmm. sense a hundred percent that how much do you agree with that or disagree? Uh, well, I... Oh. Would you say your thoughts come I, in different, two different schools? Yes, they do. Two different schools of fish. Um, salmon and cod. And the salmon school of fish is salmon. Oh, I don't, I don't believe in, in cod. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pick another one that maybe you can believe it. Um, rainbow trout. So a part of me feels like he, they all agreed to participate in this. And to that extent, um, they because they agreed, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But then the flip side is, but I don't know, I don't think they knew how they were going to be perceived. Exactly as you said, that we're looking at them for the most part as nutballs. Now, let me say, not all of the characters in there are nutballs. There's some extremely level-headed people in there, loyal, level-headed Are people. we being drawn um, to the show because of the level-headed people? No, of course not. We want to see the train wreck. Mm -hmm. And the bad part about it is you can see that the main character and probably to an extent almost everybody because they cover a couple of private zoos um the main character is a broken person who never got enough love and needs kind of like constant recognition and constantly needs to feel special and unique and obviously yeah, and, and i think this show is the heroine of that right yes yeah if you need to feel good a solution to feeling good is taking heroin people take heroin because it works oh wait could you say that again i'm sorry i missed what you just said i thought you were saying the hero the broken guy is the hero hero heroine the the no the oh. the broken guy the heroine to that broken guy is this show being made so if you're a person that's like oh all i need is i just crave attention i know people like me and you couldn't um couldn't Please. relate with something like that but say you're this this crazy guy that's like oh all i want is human attention like the heroine of human attention is this documentary and i say it like that because um heroin will make you happy that is why people take heroin but it isn't the the most um healthy way to achieve happiness right. 
And what are we oh. doing to this person? Now, okay, of course, if he's abusing animals and and, and, um, and having people murdered, that's another thing entirely. I'm not saying have compassion on that. I'm kind of saying as a ph phenomenon, as society, should we be taking people like this and saying, hey, everyone, look at this train wreck. And I think some of that is it's failures in us as people because we just want to sit down and go, I feel really horrible about myself. Oh, look, there's a person who's doing way worse than me. I feel great about me now. Okay, I have a question for you. Sure. From what I was reading about the origin of this documentary, it started out uh, where the documentarian and his partner were just making a, a show about people who purchase exotic animals, mm -hmm. snakes and snow leopards and things like that. And so, of course, Lions they were- and tigers in and bears, oh my. Exactly. So then- in the course of interviewing all these exotic animal owners, they came across Joe and they came across Carol and they came across some other strange people who made it into the film. And then all this other craziness started unfolding. So they didn't go into it going, hey, we're going to tell the story of this really messed up guy and him allegedly taking a hit on, you know, putting a hit out on someone and abusing his animals. This came to light at over a five-year period while they were interviewing him about his exotic animal use. Mm -hmm. And then they realized, oh, this is the real story, is, is this person and, and this network of big cat owners. Does that make it less disgusting? I mean, he still released it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, I'm not even necessarily saying that he shouldn't release it. I, I guess I am suspect over the reasons that we watch it. If we watch it yeah. and we're like, and what you take out of it is, wow, we really need to rethink about how we treat um, exotic animals, then, then sure. All right, fine. If you watch it and think about, oh, you know what? We need to figure out how we can intervene on a, in a human at a much earlier point in life so that they don't become the subject of a documentary. <laughs> you know, if that's if that's what we take out of it, this is where the cynicism in Brad comes in. I don't think that's what we're taking out of it. I think we're going like, oh, man, what do I want to watch tonight? Freak show? You want to watch a freak show? You want to watch someone like, just let's find someone that clearly doesn't know how to function as a regular human being and exploit them for seven hours. All right, sounds good. Do you think I'm wrong? I, I hate to say this as someone who's supposed to have a strong point of view, but I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I feel so many different ways. Well, what are the ways? Part of because it makes interesting podcasts. What are the ways that you disagree? Um, if we're going by that idea, then I wonder how many documentaries would ever get made because a lot of documentaries are based on really unusual, bizarre stories, oftentimes dealing, a lot of popular ones anyway, oftentimes dealing with unusual situations, frequently unhealthy situations. I know there was one called, the, I think it was called The Wolf Pack about these this group of brothers whose father kept them locked up in the house. Have you heard about this one? You mm -hmm. might actually like this one. Um, and he wouldn't let them outside. So they used to recreate movies in their home, like recreate the entire Star Wars trilogy in their little New York apartment and finally they got free and someone did a documentary about them. So to what extent are we exploiting their nutballsy father who wouldn't let them leave their house or exploiting their mother who didn't do anything to intervene? I will admit that the line to this can be blurry, but I would look at that one and say it is more a story of compassion. It is more a story of like, oh my goodness, this can happen to a human being. Oh, and not a let's watch this craziness. Now again, 
I haven't seen either one of these documentaries. Maybe I have it completely flip-flop, but that's my instinct. And I will agree with you on this count that they're just all, many of them, from my perspective, are pretty broken. And it's so scary to see so many broken people. And to Yeah, think- and I honestly, again, this is a, a judgment that I'm making without seeing it. And because I've seen like comments on it and seen the rest of the way kind of society works as a whole, I could see a movie about this guy and all of the subject matter, everything entirely that I agreed with um that i think was framed the right way my instinct is that this isn't that it is framed as a freak show and that is an uninformed opinion because i'm just guessing from the way people are reacting to it and not watching it myself and i really don't want to watch it but i might if i have to have an informed opinion well i i'll be honest and say that i can't I would encourage you to see it because you have an informed opinion, but in all honesty, as your friend, I don't think it's going to change your opinion one bit. In fact, I might it might solidify it for you if you uh-huh. actually sat down and watched it. But the hard part is you can't watch just one episode because they change. You know, the first episode, you're like, this is ridiculous. This is insanity. And then, and it's always insanity, but it's almost like silly. He does music videos and he's a singer and he puts out albums and stuff. It's just, it's bizarre and crazy. And it's almost like this weird circus. But then as you get deeper in, it becomes uh, bigger issues arise. It becomes more serious, less um, loopy about his life. And so if you're going to watch it, I'd say you have to like commit to all seven episodes because my feelings about it changed about halfway through and then changed again on the seventh episode. Interesting. Well, if someone had strong opinions about the way you look at it or the way I looked at it, they could send us a voicemail at, um, oh, got to get it back up here on my screen. Send us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash morning commute Sam Brad or send us an email at morning commute Sam Brad at gmail.com and you can and put your opinion there and I'm sure that Sam and I will be hurting enough for content soon enough that we could bring your stuff on the air <laughs> and and maybe even um, have you on on the podcast with us if you have a strong differing opinion from me. I will say on this particular issue, if your strong differing opinion uh-huh. is you should really watch it before you form an opinion, I kind of agree with you, so don't bother me with that one. <laughs> But I would love to know what people are thinking about this because I'm really on the fence and I'm yeah. not sure how to look at it. This is one where I hope I hope we get a big audience and can get a wide variety of different opinions because I really do am curious about uh, what people think about it. Uh, that's 27 minutes. Oh my gosh, it goes so fast. Yep, so um, thanks everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.